Welcome to the Drink Local Podcast. My name is William. And I'm Misa. We are avid longtime craft beer enthusiasts. We aren't industry insiders. We are not Cicerones and we are not brewers. What we are is just like you. Just some people that are really excited about craft beer. We've been drinking craft beer for over 15 years, and during that time, our passion for craft beer has informed so many of our experiences, whether it's tourism, our culinary preferences, the types of activities we like to do for fun. Craft beer has always played a role. So with that said, we are on episode eight, Ain't Patrick's Day. (laughs) And we call it that because, well, it ain't St. Patrick's Day. It's the day after. (laughs) And... Uh, aside from that, you know, we've been uh, doing a lot of social distancing, so I don't think that a lot of people are going to be celebrating it. I don't think that a lot of people were celebrating it yesterday. Maybe some were. Um, and I'm not sure that this weekend is going to be that eventful either. Yeah, it, I think that people were trying to do it last weekend and then getting slandered online for it. Oh, I see. Well, there was know- like... I saw photos of people like in Chicago and other cities, I'm sure, where people were just at bars and stuff anyway. And people are like, what are they doing? Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of that too. Um, When I went to get some beer the other day, well, yesterday actually, I did see some uh, people picking up beers to have, I guess, uh, parties of less than 10 (laughs) 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 to uh, hang out with. Maybe in different rooms, you know. And, um, you know, I did also see how, I don't know, like the mayor or something uh-huh. of Boston or somebody uh-huh. important yeah. in the New England area yeah. was like uh, telling people, no, wait, I got this wrong. Hold on. <laughs> the, uh, I forgot. No, no, no. <laughs> like somebody was basically telling people uh-huh. not to go out yeah. and party right? just because Tom Brady finally left the AFC. Like, they were saying... <laughs> oh, don't... oh, the thing that we heard earlier today? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, so, I didn't hear, I like, what was that, what that was what that from. Was. I'll probably cut all this. But uh, anyway, though, yeah. So what we're going to be talking about today is just uh, a little bit about St. Patrick's Day, what it is, what we think about it, etc., what we're going to be doing to celebrate it, and maybe a few of our memories Mm -hmm. of our favorite St. Patrick's Days. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to, of course, get into what made us want to drink. And after that, we're going to take questions from the beer curious. All right. So with that said, why don't you pop that beer? Here we go. We'll see. All right. I'm increasingly feeling like this is like a Russian roulette situation because we usually have three beers. And we pre-open and pour two of the three beers. And I open one of them, you know, for the show. But the last few times, if you've been listening, you know I've been messing up. So we'll Well, see. Well, what are you opening right now? Well, should I get into that right now? I don't know. It looks like it's going to be bad, so. Oh, look at that. Hey, it wasn't bad at all. It didn't foam up. All right, so what I'm pouring right now is Master Gao is the brewery, Puffed Rice Chinese Pale Ale. All right, well, so... That's what we have pouring right now. 
And then we are also drinking a Mumford Zebra Pilsner, which we'll get into in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And an Eagle Rock Brewery 10, which is their 10th anniversary IPA. So mm-hmm. we'll get into all this, and you may have noticed already that we are not drinking any Irish <laughs> beer today, but yep. like we said, it ain't Patrick's Day, so, yep. you know, um, but, so tell me, uh, do you have any facts about, uh... Um, yeah, so this brewery, Master Gao, I guess, is a Chinese craft beer brewery in, um... And I guess the brewery's in Nanjing. But on this one, it says brewed in China, canned fresh in the USA. Interesting. So, but I don't know because when I looked on their website, this beer wasn't on the website. So I don't know if that's like a special case, particularly just for this one. Um, But they have other beers. And the ones I see online are like, on the website are bottles called one called Baby IPA and it has this like picture of like a, a like a Chinese like illustration of a baby what? holding a carp. <laughs> it says introduction: Baby fat is the first bottled craft beer in China. Baby fat. <laughs> it's, I don't know why it says baby fat because it says boldly adopted the traditional Chinese festive culture vulgar international design style oh i gotta tell you that this website does have like an english option but it didn't work so i'm reading like the trans the google translate maybe that's why it's called it's weird i see and so then you the know. other one is a baby jasmine lager which sounds good to me a jasmine lager and then mad ting which i'm not sure what that is yes Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here because I'm realizing that we did not cheers. So I haven't oh had a God. sip of beer and I'm really like, oh my God, I'm so what's sorry. going here. on with the beer? Cheers. Cheers. All right. Cheers. All right. Mm. <sighs> mm. Mm, damn. Ooh, I just had a sip of that IPA. What'd you drink? The Puffed Rice Chinese Pale Ale mm. by Master Gao. I'm going to taste that right now. It's kind of... um. Mm. It's almost mm. juicy in a it's, interesting way. It's not hoppy, but yeah, right. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's you know, like it kind of has that Asian profile mm-hmm. of beer. You know, like you said, it's not too hoppy. Like it's more kind of malty and sweet, but it does have mm-hmm. like, like these IPA like flavors. A juicy, type but of it's a way. Yeah. it's or it's a Chinese rice pale ale. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty interesting because yeah. I don't know that I've heard of a pale ale mm-hmm. that was rice-based. I don't say why not. Yeah, so one of the reasons why I was really glad to drink this beer too mm-hmm. is because, uh, you know, like with everything that's going on, I really wanted to show unity to, you know, Chinese people, Chinese-American people, and Asian-American people, mm-hmm. you know, at this very time. So it's really cool to be able to do this because this is also one of my first Chinese craft beers. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really see it that much. I'm trying to recollect and I think I've had Mm -hmm. maybe one or two. Yeah. But I have no idea what that is. So this is the first one on the record. 
for sure. Yeah, and I and I also want to note that on their website, they also have like T-shirts and cups and glasses and stuff. And one of the T-shirts is like a black T-shirt, and it just has like some text on the chest, a small text on the chest, and it says "Sometime Naive." So I don't know what what that has anything to do with the beer, but I felt like that was a shirt that you would like. No, I totally like. You saw my eyes get big. I totally want that shirt because I think that you know it pretty much sums me up. You know, I am you know sometimes naive. I'm very idealistic. I'm a bleeding heart. You know, um, I get taken advantage of. I'm the kind of person like you know I would definitely get grifted. You know, like. You know, like it's happened many times in our travels, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to do better. So, we are also drinking this Eagle Rock 10th anniversary IPA, and I think that their 10th anniversary passed in mm-hmm. January. Yeah, it was January. Yeah, and we mm-hmm. unfortunately missed the celebration, but we yeah. really do like this brewery, and their can is really, really cool. It's just like really celebratory it's got all of these colors i don't want to name these colors because i'm so bad at (laughs) identifying colors and you're you know you went to art school so maybe you're better at this i mean i'm gonna try to just because i'm so bad all right so go for it i'm gonna say that this is uh nacho cheese (laughs) orange of a stripe here um it's uh, then I'll just call it there's an, another stripe. No, no, I want you to okay. do it after. All right, <laughs> there's another stripe that's a fuchsia, okay. Um, wow. and then there's one, there's like a stripe with the E on it that's pink. There is like a streamer that is, um, I'm stressed out, uh, green. <laughs> there are some dots that are. Yeah, these dots. Oh, uh-huh. I don't know what that color is, is man. That the same color. As there's the some. There, 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 there's some purple. There's some black. I got. I know black. I got black. Uh-huh. It says "Beer for the People," which yeah. is their slogan. Right. And then the tin is silver. So. Okay. What color is it actually? Well, I mean, it's kind of the lighting is weird in here, but but I'm looking at the can on the website, so it's like a black base, and it has these like triangular patterns in the background over the black in shades of purple shades of purple see yeah. yes yeah see, I, <laughs> yeah shades that's a good word and what he was describing as nacho cheese orange i would call just gold i guess gold I yeah that is gold you know not like a shiny gold but like a you know like a damn yeah and then uh 10 is in silver as he said and then what Nailed he it. referred to as green i would say is teal Teal, wow. Um, and the stripe that says Anniversary India Pale Ale that you described as fuchsia, I would actually call this maybe violet. Violet? And then the pink is fuchsia. Okay, see, look, these words aren't even <laughs> in my vocabulary. Like, I can tell you that right now. Like, the only reason why I said fuchsia I know, I was like, man, he's I was, really... I was trying to impress you. I know. Like, I was trying my best You were to... in the realm of fuchsia. Oh, man, like, yeah, like, that was really stressful, you know? Like, I really have a hard time. Nobody was forcing you to do this. You no, just... yeah, I wanted to because I know I wanted to take a risk, you know? I, I know how hard it is for me. Like, it's, you know, it's the same reason why, like, I never 
compliment women's clothing because <laughs> I don't know what these articles of clothing are called. And I just get stressed out, you know? Like, I see a lot of things. I like it, you know? Like, yeah. I see beautiful clothing. And I'm like, what? It, that's... Uh, I, <laughs> I know, I you always want to call things blouses. Yeah. And I'm just like, call it a top. But you never do that. I don't know why. I'm just saying, call it a top. If it's on the upper, like... Torso, call it a top. I like your top. You know what I mean? <laughs> or a jacket. If it's a jacket, like a jacket, but I don't know. You're complicating things unnecessarily, I feel like. Yeah. Anyway, I don't even know what we're talking about. Well, we're talking about the beers. <laughs> well, so oh. is there anything you want to say about uh, Eagle Rock or this beer? The Eagle Rock? Oh, um, I was reading and they were saying how like uh in the past, for their anniversary beers, they were doing kind of like more uh, high alcohol type of beers. Mm -hmm. But with this 10th anniversary, they wanted to go back to their roots and focus on an easy drinking beer that people can drink multiple pints of. So it's like a West Coast style IPA, 7%. It's very delicious. Is and it? you know, I was looking to see if there was any information yeah, on the beer about what hops they're using oh. or about like anything aside from ABV, but mm -hmm. I see nothing. Yeah, it's you know? interesting how like some uh, breweries will put like all that information, like the ingredients almost, like of not not just the ingredients, but like all the hops and whatever. And some of them just, you know, isn't is just like whatever. I don't know. But um, going back to so this was the tenth anniversary, right? Yes. So going back to Master Gal. Oh. Apparently, yesterday, uh, St. Patrick's Day. It says today is our twelfth anniversary. A special edition of barrel-aged roast yam sour ale is released today for the special occasion. So Master Gal just had their 12th anniversary too. So congratulations to Master hey, congratulations, Gal. Congratulations, Master Gal. It says it's the uh, first craft brewery in China. Wow. So you know what? Yeah. That Very cool. sounds like they're doing some really unique flavors. Yeah, so they, they I found this out on their Twitter, which is at Master Gal Craft. And they're tweeting in English, so... You know, you can kind of get some info here. Okay, so cool. what's the last beer? Because we're we're yeah. moving slowly. Yes, sorry. So the last one is Mumford Brewery, which we've mentioned several times. This is a local uh, brewery in downtown LA called Zebra Pilsner. Yes. I mean, now this can uh -huh. is freaking awesome. Like, I had to get it as soon as I saw it, uh -huh. and it was the last one. I didn't know it was a Mumford when I picked it up, but yeah, I, it I knew look... I was going to buy it. Uh-huh. I knew really right away. Cool. Yeah, so, okay, so it literally is black and white stripes, mm -hmm. and then there's a thick black line around the top, mm -hmm. okay? And the cool thing about it is that it's not, like, necessarily zebra print. It's just a lot of black and white stripes, like somebody did, like, some kind of... You, you know, know what, though? Art project. I mean, it doesn't... It's not like your typical zebra stripe that you see on, like, I don't know, like, fashion items or whatever, but, like, I feel like... Zebra stripes are actually like that, but it's more like um, geometrical, you know, like they, they kind of like made it into like a design, you know, like a geometric design. But I feel like zebras, like you see these lines kind of, it's not all just one direction, you know, if you look at the stripes coming from this, the, the, the leg part and body and whatever. So now the coolest thing about this can 
is that the Mumford Brewery logo mm -hmm. is in oh. the style yeah, yeah, yeah. of the parental mm -hmm. advisory sticker that first showed up on Two Live Crew's oh. album. Damn, yeah, the history. Yeah, so I that's. Why. What's up? I wonder if there's some sort of court, like relation. Nah, because it's just fucking it badass. Just <laughs> like, you know, like it looks awesome. Yeah. Like that's the only reason they did that, I'm sure. So anyway, holy shit. What? So I'm looking at the can now. No, nah, this is sick. Okay, it all is making sense now. Okay. So type zebra, uh -huh. bohemian style pilsner. Okay. Okay. And the alcohol percentage is 5%. Okay. And it is in dedication to mm -hmm. or maybe in collaboration mm -hmm. with the Freddie Gibbs and Madlib album so of the, the same the, name. There is a correlation then. Yeah. Interesting. Collaboration. So, Wait, beer music collaboration. That is so sick. Like that's incredibly sick. You know, I haven't wow. even heard that record yet. You know, I uh -huh. do like Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely going to check it out. I kind of wish that I drank this beer to it now. That's really interesting. <laughs> you know, like every now and then you see that with breweries, mm -hmm. you know, like they will. But that kind of makes sense as to why they have that label on it. This is probably the album cover. I see. You know, it's all coming together now. That's amazing. It's amazing the things that we discover here on Drink Local. So I've said all that and I haven't tasted it. So oh. I'm about to do that right now. Drink it. That's awesome. Mm. It is really, really good. Like this is what I've come to expect from Mumford. Now, let's get into the actual show. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. Rock and roll. Apparently, so, this is super limited, by the way. Super limited. <laughs> well, you said. know what? There was only one when I saw it, and it was actually at this liquor store um, that is not one of my local liquor stores, but it is owned by the same guy who runs my local liquor store, which is called York Square Liquor, okay? Mm -hmm. And so, York Square Liquor is owned by this gentleman and unfortunately i forget his name right now but he's actually serbian i believe and he has at least two stores so his daughter i remember her name her name is summer she runs york square and his son runs the other one that's over in eagle rock mm -hmm. okay and his name is philip so he's more into craft beer and he loves sours, but he has really cultivated a really good beer selection there. Mm -hmm. And I spoke to him about it and he was like, I told him that we normally go to York Square. And he's like, you know, we own that. I'm like, yeah, 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 I know. That's what I'm telling you. I was telling him that their craft beer selection is pretty good and they rotate a lot, but it's not as good as this one. And the smile on his face, he lit up. He was like, yeah, well, yeah. you know, I'm actually trying to kick their ass. Like, I know, I he, like that they have like a little right. Yeah, he said on. he's in a little competition over yeah. there, you know, to see who can curate 
the best one. And I mean, he's killing them, you know? Yeah. Like, they have really good beer there. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely a great place to go to get sours. And if you talk to the guy and ingratiate yourself, like, he'll really help you out and give you a lot of information, you know? Like, I, yeah, I, I recommend I... that for any local liquor store that serves craft beer. Always just, you know, talk to the people who work there. They're usually pretty enthusiastic about it. Yeah, what I liked was that he was saying how uh, that his store or that store has more of a people like staying longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I remember that, yeah. Versus like maybe they have better sales or whatever or something like that. But like he said he has more customers like spending more time at the store like like looking through all the selection and all this i'm assuming yeah that was a fascinating way to look at it yeah all right so that tangent aside i apologize Uh to you guys but ain't patrick's day ain't patrick's day so you know what's funny about saint patrick's day for me is that i've always loved the day Mm -hmm. but it was years before i ever questioned like what what is it (laughs) What is mean? This? Like, what yeah. is it? Like, what is it for? Right, right. You know? Uh-huh. Like, because I was just like, this day is awesome. You drink. Yeah. Sounds great. Right up my alley. You know? So, I wonder, like, do you know what St. Patrick's Day is? No, I feel like I might have looked it up before, but I don't, I can't recall anything. Like, I don't remember. I see, I see. So, well, I didn't either. Okay. Okay. Like I knew that it was a religious holiday, right, right. like most of them are. Right. You know, considering the etymology of holiday, right? Uh-huh. You know, so. And also, I mean, it's fucking called Saint, so. Yeah. There's <laughs> a big clue yeah. right there. Yeah, but then it's like you know, but. What he do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, like right. so. I was like, is he a leprechaun? <laughs> you know, like he's always rocking green. Like, is it like you know? Is it the Celtics logo guy? No. Like, what? what is it, you know? Like, and, like, you know, but, like, the, the thing about it is that I've always found it also to be, like, strange because it's, like, it seems a little bit racist, like, like against, like, Irish people. Like, the way that, like, it's kind of, like, portrayed, like, you know, like, with the whole, like, getting drunk and everything, you know? <laughs> so I was, like, wait, like. like that part? The getting drunk part is racist? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, no, like, getting drunk isn't racist, you know? You can get <laughs> drunk... associating that with Irish right. people is... Right, yeah. Okay. You can get drunk and be racist. <laughs> sure, But that's sure. not... But that's not an excuse to be racist either, because Absolutely if you're racist, not. you're fucking racist, regardless <laughs> of if you're drunk or not, okay? So don't... That's not an excuse. Why are you looking at me? I'm sorry, I'm not... I'm just, <laughs> you're a proxy, you're not... It's, I'm not talking to you, sorry. You're the only person around. I don't even want to say I'm not racist because I feel like that's what racists say. Exactly. Yeah, so, like, I guess, you know, I guess I'm racist. Um, anyway, so St. Patrick's Day started as a religious holiday, like we said, mm-hmm. in the 17th century. Okay. To commemorate the life of, wait for it, St. Patrick. Oh, shit, none other than St. Patrick himself. And the arrival of Christianity in Ireland. Okay. So apparently it is a feast day. Oh, okay. And so it always took place on the anniversary of St. Patrick's death. 
which was okay. believed to be March 17th, uh-huh. 416 AD. Shit, okay. Yeah, wow, a like long a long time ago. ago huh? Yeah, right? So they waited like a long ass time to even... 1300 years. <laughs> yeah, just to... Yeah. To even, con- like, hey, maybe we should uh, celebrate this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, super crazy. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so where did the drinking come in? Mm-hmm. Right? You know? And so apparently this is what happened. So the Christian people held a feast for which Lenten food and alcohol restrictions were temporarily removed. I guess oh. that there was some kind of pro- prohibition. Well, no, yeah, because kind of religious- it's... Well, because right now it is Lent because uh, Easter, I think this year is April 12th or something like that. So, yeah, see, I don't even know, like, I don't even know what Lent means. Like, it's where you give shit up. Like, for me, it's always Lent season because I don't use dryer sheets. So, like. It's oh, <laughs> you looked at me like that anyway. No, because you don't want me getting into the whole. Yeah, it's it, it it's bad out here. Okay, so Lent this year started February twenty sixth, and it ends on April 9th. So that's when you have to like give stuff up or whatever. I don't know traditionally, so I can understand a lot of people give up like alcohol or like forget about sweets it sweets or whatever. Forget about it for Lent, you know. So. Yeah, like, I mean, in case you can't tell, I'm not very religious, but <laughs> even, acting, not even at all, yeah. but <laughs> even if I was, I would never be religious enough to, like, give shit up. Like, that's not, the, the that's not going to happen The hilarious thing, though, is that I know people who aren't even r- religious, really. Like, maybe they were, like, raised Catholic, or they're just Catholic just because their parents are Catholic or whatever, but they're, like, not religious at all. They don't go to church. They don't pray. They don't practice any of this shit. But Lent comes along, and they're like, oh, I'm giving up chips. Shit like that. Well, because it's culture. Well, no, just just No, it's culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to challenge themselves for whatever reason. So, you know, I mean... Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, like, religion and culture intersect in a way... Where you might not be very religious, but you might adopt elements of the culture, you know, just like how we do the holidays, right? Mm-hmm. You know? So anyway, though, drinking mm-hmm. became synonymous with the holiday mm-hmm. because of... They're the, like, that's the one day you can do it? I guess. I don't know if it was the one day or... It says temporarily removed, so I don't know if it was just from then on for a little while, you know? But, I mean, it can't just be I'm one just- day. I mean, it's well, I mean St. Patrick's Day is only one day, so I'm assuming yeah, well, it's one day because I mean, it's a Lent holiday. is like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, what I want to know is, since we're celebrating St. Patrick's Day, yes, then what are some of the activities you've been doing mm-hmm. with St. Patrick's Day, and that you're going to be doing for the, I guess, throughout the week into the weekend to celebrate since we're doing all this social distancing right now. This year, you mean? Yeah, this year. I mean, we did have some beers. Yeah, hell yeah, we had beers. (laughs) We've been having some beers. Yeah, we drank a lot of beer yesterday at home. Yeah, but like those weren't Irish beers either. We were just drinking whatever. Yeah, you know... German beers, actually. So my favorite Irish beer... Mm -hmm is Smithix. Right, right, right. That's the one that I love the most. Like, I remember 
Like back in the day, mm -hmm. I used to always go to this Irish pub yeah. all the way San in Santa, Santa Monica. Monica. Yeah, Venice, yeah. Yeah, and I would just sit there and drink like four Smithics <laughs> during happy hours. I would, I, I would go like maybe once a month. Yeah. Drink four Smithics during happy hour yeah. and eat. What they called Irish nachos. Yes, which Delicious. is like like potato skins, right? Yes, with like just with cheese, top, bacon, with sour cream, yeah, and so chives. Yep, yep. Absolutely delicious. Yeah. No, yeah, I miss Wonderful. that. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're still there. That was there. old school. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot what it was called, but it's really good. So, what do you have a favorite Irish beer? Um, not in particular but i mean i guess like guinness people you know always go for the guinness uh i know that like when i was going to that bar that you're mentioning that i, I would occasionally get a black and tan mm. you know which is what like what's like harp and guinness is yes. it harp yes. yeah yeah so there's harp there's bass bass yeah there's smithix yeah and guinness right and you know so I recently heard from a friend that the craft beer industry uh -huh. in Ireland uh -huh. is starting to develop now. Okay. And it's very passionate oh, and very awesome. good. Uh -huh. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Ireland, you know? Yeah. Because they brew such great beer anyway. Yeah. And I've heard that a Guinness in Ireland is nothing like a Guinness that we're drinking. Like a, the flavor? Yeah. Huh. That's what I heard. Really? You know? So, okay. well, I mean, we gotta go. Who knows? You know, it could just be an ambiance thing. Who knows? <laughs> but, it just uh, feels different. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But for me, you know, I know that you've been working from home. Yes. And for me, I've just really been sinking back into video games. <laughs> you know, it's been pretty, yeah. you know, it's, you know. I mean, it is like a good thing to do when you're just home for hours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I think a lot of, we, my company that I worked for, we started working from home starting this week, and it was, like, decided over the weekend. Yeah. So, like, on Monday, we actually, well, some of us who were already set up to work from home didn't, you know, like, started, already started, like, they didn't come into work on Monday uh, to the office, but, like, uh, I went in, a bunch of my people from my department went into the office, and we, like... You know, we were like, shit, what do we do? And literally, we all took, most of us in my department, all took our, like, entire, like, computers home because we didn't have laptops, you know? And so I, you know, carried my computer and my chair because that's really important. I was like, I'm going to take that fucking chair home <laughs> because I sat in, like, on in like a dining chair that we have at home to like work on stuff like on the computer on my laptop and it's just like after like an hour or so I'm like my back is like a mess so I'm like if I had to work from home there's no way I can do this without bringing my chair so I brought my chair I have a whole setup and like surprisingly it's been like good you know like I think it's funny because some it's it's only like what the third day of doing this but some of my coworkers are like ah like going crazy um some of them are like oh i miss i miss you guys and whatever you know um but i'm i'm like this is great you know um 
nobody comes to bother me. You know, I get a lot of texts, but it's fine, you know. So yeah. it's yeah. I feel like I've been pretty productive, been able to focus. I thought I would be a little bit less focused than I've been, but like I feel like I've been pretty focused. Well, I've read studies that yeah. say that productivity actually increases in work from home environments. Yeah. But I think it just depends on the person and, well, and their course, environment. Well, I'm talking about the studies. So right. the studies are looking at trends. Right. You know, of course, it depends on the individual. Mm -hmm. But what it sounds like is that most individuals mm -hmm. are more productive overall. Right. You know, and I can see how that would be the case mm -hmm. because, you know, you still you you want to prove mm -hmm. that you're getting your shit done. Right. 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 You know, whereas. Well, some people, yeah. When you're at the office, yeah, your attitude's the opposite. That's you're like, true. <laughs> how much time can I steal by bullshitting? Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll go over and I'll be like talking to like my coworkers about work stuff, and then eventually we're talking about some bullshit, right? You know, or right. whatever, you know, right. like, um, yeah. and or somebody will come. I'm like trying to get something done, and somebody will come over and like ask me a bunch of questions or there's like a bunch of meetings. I think meetings definitely. Um, we, we, I've had like a couple meetings online and they've all been just audio. So I don't have to like call in, you know, which is, I mean, I don't have to like, it's not a video, which is great. Um, but I'm still calling in, but I feel like it's still more, I don't know. It's it's fine, you know, and I feel like it's probably slightly shorter than if we were doing it in person. Yeah. So, I think it's efficient, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, with the uh, social distancing, a lot mm -hmm. of things have been very quiet in the neighborhood. Yeah. But one thing that has not changed uh -huh. is that. So I have a neighbor. I call him Watchdog, and <laughs> it's ironic that I call him Watchdog because <laughs> he. He has a patch on one of his eyes, so he can't even see out of one eye. But he's always there, watching everything. He's like a guard dog of the neighborhood. He yeah. knows everything. Yeah. He talks to everyone, and he's always there. And he also has a dog. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Who has two eyes. Yeah. Yeah. The dog has two yeah. eyes. But Watchdog still hangs out outside of the corner liquor store with the homies. All the homies. Really? Yeah, they're a little bit further apart. Are they okay? <laughs> but they're all still there every night Damn. outside the liquor store hanging out. So I saw him That's when hilarious. I was driving home. Yeah. And I drove into the parking lot because wow. see the thing is, normally I you avoid, avoid him. I, I avoid him because <laughs> he puts me into an infinite conversation right. and I'm busy. I'm trying to do things. Right, right. So, You're in the middle of something. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get caught up too right. much. I like talking to him about stuff, but not for too long. Right. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll he just wants to keep it going. Yeah, he'll keep it going. Yeah. But you know, he's he's older. He's right. you know, in his sixties or maybe even you know nah. probably his late sixties, his mid sixties, you know, but I don't even think he's that old. He's been getting it in life. You know, he's been he's a whatever it is, it's a hard that. So, yeah. however old he is, I feel like he's, he's 50, in his he's late 50, 50s. He's a hard 50. If he's 60, hard, he's a hard 60. I think he's anyway. in his late 50s. Yeah. That's my guess. So, I pulled into the parking lot <laughs> and... Just to talk to him? I jumped out of the car and I left my door open. Well, I had to check on him and I was like, hey man, are you good? Are you getting groceries? Yeah. You mean anything? Yeah. I'll get it for you. Yeah. And he was like, dick, I'm good, fool. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he talks. Like he calls everybody dick. Like, he calls everybody 
dick, really? <laughs> Everybody dick. Man, woman, doesn't matter. You're dick. So, Damn. like, dick, I'm good, fool. And I'm like, okay. He's like, listen. <laughs> go to the Mexican supermarket. That's where they got all the stuff. And I'm like, oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know about that movie. Shh. Yeah. Don't tell everybody. Of course, I'm I don't. I mean, is it still even the case? Because I feel like people have like. Well, he was saying that, that they restock every morning. Okay. You know, yeah. so it's a little bit better. Yeah. And that's cool. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. My my coworker texted me and told me about her friend who lives kind of near me, and near us, and was like telling me her intel on like supermarkets in the you know area. And stuff like that. So I mean, that's kind of cool that like we're sharing this. Kind yeah, of everybody's kind of like, sharing yeah. the, the information. Yeah. But it was just funny because he lives alone, right. and I was checking on him, mm-hmm. and he had it all handled. Right, right. You right. know, he had it all handled. Like he I was mean, like he lives alone, so it's just like I mean, he, if he's still hanging out with the homies, nothing's really changed for him. Well, yeah, I mean, for a lot of people. <laughs> They were already social distancing. You know, yeah, like yeah. a lot of people were already living in isolation, right. being hermits. Right. So, so now they maybe not... they feel like they actually have like allies. Because this is my all... time. Exactly. So we all. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, let me give you tips. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Totally. So anyway, though. Yeah. Do you have any St. Patty's Day memories? that you want to get into um i don't have any one particular memory but like we uh we have a friend she uh we used to work together but like you know i've been friends with her for like a long time now and she is i guess irish descent you know and so she takes saint patrick's day pretty seriously so she would throw parties on St. Patrick's Day and like her and her twin sister, you know, they would like, like she would kind of like, you know, be in charge of it. But she would make corned beef, like everything. I, yeah. The mac best. and cheese, like everything. all this. I remember particularly one time her sister was just grating like cheese, like cheddar, Irish cheese, cheddar cheese. And she was sitting there just grating a gigantic block of cheese for this mac and cheese that they were making um and yeah like she she really does it up so i always enjoy going to her her place and participating in the festivities you know and they would have like irish car bombs and stuff so yeah that's kind of i kind of miss that you know i mean i i guess we haven't really gone in a while yeah. But I don't know if she's still doing, you know, she was doing those, but that's kind of my biggest memory of Irish, I mean, of St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Mine, well, naturally, I can't remember any of them, <laughs> but my favorite memory is not necessarily a moment, but it is actually a food. And oh. that was a corned beef hash burrito oh, that I breakfast had. Breakfast burrito. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a breakfast burrito mm-hmm. with, it was, okay, so it was corned beef, mm-hmm. cabbage. Mm-hmm. Potatoes, um, probably? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But it was like mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cheese. Uh-huh. Eggs? No. And, and eggs. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Wrapped in a big ass flour oh, tortilla. Fucking good. It was 
one of the best things that I have ever had in my life. It was so wrong. It was criminal. It was criminal. And that's why I've only had it once because they never made it again. The place that made it is a bar that's local to us called the Greyhound Bar. They serve a little bit of craft beer. They, you know. Like show some sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, oh man, that burrito was so good. I went back there the next St. Patrick's until they get it. (laughs) And they didn't have it. They're like, nah. nah, nah. They they, they probably changed chefs, you know? like Maybe. Yeah, so. Speaking of corned beef, like... Speaking of corned beef, <laughs> I love that. Speaking of corned beef, um, so Trader Joe's, which is like a crazy place these days, I, I haven't even really gone, so I don't know how crazy it is. I hear that it's fucking crazy. Resting right power, now. Trader Joe. <laughs> it's still going on. No, I'm talking about Trader Joe himself. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Thank you, Trader Joe, for bringing us fucking all this greatness. Thank you for trading, you know, your... <laughs> Your, uh, yeah, you know, you didn't have to go so far with uh, naming all the ethnic items after something <laughs> else, but, you know, I respect your energy all the same. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's playful. I love it. But, um, <laughs> so, so they have like a, you know, around the, around this time of year, they would have this like huge thing of corned beef. Yes, and not. I've made it like maybe a couple times, like mm-hmm. in the in the uh, crock pot, you know, and then just cabbage and shit, and it's so good to the point where I bought like one year, I bought like an extra one, <laughs> and I put it in the freezer, freezer, and it's still in there. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, that was like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's like really old. I, I don't even know, but it's still in there. But I mean, I don't know if they, they probably had it again this year. I'm assuming, but like, I don't know. I mean, because the plan I'm was scared to go to Trader Joe's. The plan was, yeah, like we were like, why don't they have this meal every all year, year long? All year. So, so the plan was, we want to eat this during yeah. Thanksgiving, and then <laughs> around St. Patrick's Day, we want to eat Thanksgiving dinner. So that was the plan. Yeah. You know, but it and never it worked out like that. And then, and then we were like, shit, this is too old. And then yeah. it's just still in there, you know? Just All right. Keeping it cold. So, what made you want to drink? <sighs> um, so, I was trying to think of something that's not, like, about, directly about this whole situation of, you know, being, in, you know, stuck at home and all this. But, I mean, it's kind of related, but I wanted to mention, I, I, the, this, we've been watching Netflix like everybody has. Yeah. Actually, we're both doing the same What Made You Want to Drink Today. (laughs) Yes. And we're calling it Netflix and Ill. (laughs) We're not ill, though. We're not, yeah, we're not sick. (laughs) Some people are. So, yeah, so we've watched, we, you know, we've been watching different things, but we, Started, I guess, and finished, right? Uh, this series that popped up as, I guess, like a new, right? Is that, that's why they were like, yeah, it was like new. in the new. It's new. It, so it was like popping up while we were trying to watch some other shit. It was popping up like, hey, this is new. Why don't you check it out? And it was called B Stars. It's anime. And it's I love anime. anime. And so after we finished watching whatever we were watching, I don't even remember anymore. Um, where uh, William was like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
put this on and he started Beastars and I was like, whoa, 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 I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Because I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, so let me tell you what I was watching and let me tell you <laughs> what this is. Okay. Okay. Well, wait, wait, I don't, I really don't remember. So what we were watching yeah. was another anime okay. called Carol and Tuesday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic yes. anime. If yes. you're into anime, then you probably Great. heard of Shinichi Watanabe. And he is the creator of Cowboy Bebop, okay, yeah. Space Dandy, yeah. Samurai Champloo, yes. all the, so on, all the so ones, on. All, all these animes that yeah, iconic American stuff. anime nerds love. Yeah, iconic stuff. But not Japanese people don't necessarily know. Which people is, know. People know. They know, but yeah. like it's not. They the haven't same watched. Thing. It. It's not the same thing. Yeah. yeah. These, but like these anime are mm -hmm. generally what. What Tanabe-san is known for mm -hmm. is he does very, very good music production mm -hmm. for the anime that he right, works right. on or collaborates with. So that's why Cowboy Bebop took off so much. Everyone knows about it because it has this amazing space jazz soundtrack. Mm -hmm. And then Samurai Champloo has this amazing hip-hop soundtrack. Right. And then Carol and Tuesday is kind of a slice of life. A slice of life anime mm -hmm. but with some surprising social consciousness that was really really well done mm -hmm. and it's a lot of and it's all about music it's about two folk musicians on mars <laughs> and they do such amazing music and there are so many other musicians and so like you know in every anime there's a battle so the battles are between other musicians mm -hmm. essentially there there are music competitions and rivalries and things like that like in the real world yeah and they have different genres and style all the music is so wonderful so that's just to say that's what we were watching on netflix and that's how we kind of ended up on b stars Right, and, and about Carol and Tuesday, I wanted to mention that, like, uh, the character Highly design... Highly recommend it. Yeah, the character design is by this illustrator, Eisaku Kubonouchi, which, like, I follow. He, he's, like, an illustrator, and he does, like, really cute girls, cool... Like, he's really great. So, um, so he did the design for the character. And he's known for very unique humanistic faces right like that's kind of what well, he's known for yeah because like he can do like really cute girls you know but then he's like really good at drawing like like men an old yeah old like guy he, or... he's very good at depicting character you yeah, know because really the, the thing that mm -hmm. makes humans so special is the character mm -hmm. that you see like you know that's what makes us unique right like yeah. you know of course you know, societally, we tend to place a value on non-distinct faces. Yeah. But in, a, in reality, mm -hmm. we like character. Right. We like things that make people stand out. Right. In so individual you can do both. Ways. Yeah. You can do both. So very good stuff. Yeah. But... We landed on B stars. So B stars. We sure fucking did. Yeah. So it's what? Uh, I mean, so I guess it's the name is terrible. Yeah, I guess it. Is, I mean, it is, but it's relevant. Like, imagine this. It's 
called Beastars, and it is, it looks like furry genre totally. anime. Yes. It's literally all, it's like Zootopia, but... Yes. I guess it was originally a manga. I see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's basically like a high school. Like a um, boarding school. It's a boarding school. You know, it's like we would call this like a, I mean, there's not really a good word for it You in went English. to a school like this. I did, but it wasn't like full boarding school. Like only some of and us. And there were no. Uh, there were no beasts. Yeah. So, so basically it's like a school and it, the world is kind of. In a way, I guess it's kind of like uh uh what's that show? Bojack Horseman. Right. It's kind of like yeah. Okay. So right? if you've seen Bojack Horseman, <laughs> yeah, that's another great <laughs> bestial cartoon. Yes. For adults. And right. Where it's just like instead of humans, it's just animals, and yeah. you're just like an animal, but you're just like upright, and you're walking, and you have jobs, or you have you go to school, and you're just acting like humans, really. But Beastars is a slice-of-life romance that yeah. takes place in high school. It's like, right. a, it's got a, a lot of drama, it's got a lot of action, Yeah, and it's got some of the most unique characters, but it's also very involved in the animal kingdom because yeah. the tension behind it is carnivores yeah. <laughs> versus herbivores. Yeah. And carnivores and herbivores are trying to live in a collective society. Right. So what they're doing is they're talking a lot about our society, in fact, but they're doing it in a way that is very much related to the animal kingdom. Yeah. And so carnivores... It's, it's kind of stressful. Yeah, honestly. carnivores are civilized and so are herbivores right and they live together but carnivores are trying to suppress yes. their nature right which makes them just want to eat the herbivores right which sometimes are their friends mm -hmm. this leads to some of the craziest yeah stuff i've seen like i can't believe that <laughs> i'm recommending this i was like this is gonna be trash <laughs> But I'm we, addicted. yeah, yeah, we were like, like for one thing, every episode we were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because it was just wild. Like the shit was wild, and and I mean, you know, it was also very heartfelt. You know, yeah. so the main very character, good character, yeah. So the main character is a gray wolf, right? He's like a junior in high school or whatever, and he. Uh, meets this rabbit, a dwarf rabbit, uh, who's a senior. And so he basically falls in love with her. But it's just like, you know, I mean, he's like a fucking gray wolf. He's like way bigger than this like dwarf rabbit. How does he meet her? He, like, he is, um, he's like, he smells her scent and his like, nature like kicks in and basically tries to eat her yeah and something happens and she gets away yeah and then he feels remorseful and bad yep. that he tried to do that yeah and so he ends up by happenstance meeting her again yeah and and they become friends yeah yeah 
and then but he's like having this like internal struggle about being like this carnivore and like it's just it's a whole thing it's It's crazy all of the characters all the characters are good this they is are. they really are. This is a top tier level yeah. show by any means. Yes. And I'm telling you this because <laughs> I also watched another show, uh-huh. which I'm not gonna talk much about, uh-huh. but it was called Altered Carbon. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And this show is one of the highest budget shows that I've seen Netflix do. Uh-huh. And it is garbage TV. <laughs> like I own like I only watched it because it was garbage. Because sometimes you need right, that. You, need that yeah. you know, it was like it was like eating a microwave pizza. Right, right, right. You know, like sometimes you just want that. So yeah. but it was so bad. Right. The acting was so bad. Yeah. Everything in that was so bad. It it was. I wasn't really watching. I caught bits and pieces and I was just like, oh my God. Every but it time. was all on this beautiful sci-fi veneer. Yeah. And they had a lot of really good sci-fi ideas. They just executed them very poorly yeah. i would say yeah but it's still very fun it's fun in a different way so i mean i also kind of recommend that if you're just looking for Trash. like some brainless yeah like some brainless right. stuff but b stars was the craziest yeah and it what is it's like uh the anime is by a cg studio called orange i see and yeah, it's cell shaded. Yeah. Very well done. It's really well done. It's really smooth. It's really yeah. It, it looks really great, you know. So it's high quality for sure. Um, so I, I mean, we definitely recommend it. It the funniest thing to me is that when I was looking at the B stars like hashtag on Twitter, there were people who were like, "I swear I'm not a furry," which <laughs> is like I, I I get it. You know, you feel like ah, you're like what what. What the fuck, you, you know? You gotta explain yourself. Huh? You don't gotta explain and then, yourself. And no then I've judging. also seen furries being like, yes. Yeah, I know. No, no, I was thinking, I was like, you know, thank you, Sonic Fox. Like, you know, like who, whoever made this happen, I was so happy that this happened because, I mean, it is definitely the most legitimate furry media that's yeah. ever been made. Yeah, and, yeah, it, you know, it really um, is. Yeah, so... But Congratulations look, to you guys. Yeah, and like I said, no judgment. Everybody's sexuality belongs <laughs> to them and them alone. Enjoy it. I mean, I mean, it's a legit great anime, so... Yeah. So, yep. do you want to take some questions from the Beer Curious? Let's do it. Let's take it. All right. Well, okay, so today's question is from Matt. Okay. And it is, what is your opinion mm-hmm. on saving rare beer for extended periods of time? Hmm. Um, I don't know about an opinion, but like we did used to have like a fridge where we were keeping uh, beers to like age them or whatever. And then we eventually drank them all. <laughs> so, like, we currently don't have anything saved up. Yeah. Well, my opinion on this has evolved. Okay. And I say evolved because evolve, evolution is not a value system. Evolution is change. It is not growth. It is not regression. It is just change. Okay. So, my opinion on this has changed over time. Okay, and 
it has kind of changed with the times. So mm-hmm. we've aged wine. We have held on to wines for mm-hmm. a few years. Mm-hmm. And I've also aged beers mm-hmm. in the past. Like you mentioned, you know, we had the mini fridge mm-hmm. where we were holding a lot of beers. You know, yeah. we probably had up to about 30 beers mm-hmm. in there at one point. And there are some beers that are for aging. Right, that are right, good right. For aging. Yeah. But I think that the culture has kind of moved towards drinking fresh. It seems that way. It seems like it's more like, oh, like this is limited or like, you know, drink by this date or whatever. Right. Yeah. Even on this can Zebra? of, Which no, the, oh, the, tin? the tin, it says drink by, excuse me, enjoy by 420. Okay. Which, so that's not, yeah. Right. Which brings me. So it's like three months. Basically, because they released it in January. Which brings me to Stone having Mm -hmm. a whole series of beers for years called Enjoy Enjoy By. Which kind of, you know, Stone has always been kind of at the forefront of moving the culture. And they kind of started this thing because I feel like for a while we were aging beers. And I had found the experience to be enjoyable. Yeah. But I've had some beers that have gone flat Mm -hmm. over time. I've had some beers that have become a lot sweeter uh-huh. than they were when I first drank them. I've had beers that have had their entire profiles changed, uh-huh. you know? But it really feels like, you know, maybe if you want to have, like, you know, a sour. Yeah. You know, that might be something that's appropriate for aging. It depends. I For me, I'm, I feel like higher a alcohol. Brett beer? No, I don't know. Do you think? No, I don't know because... You think higher alcohol beers. What about like oaked or like barrel-aged beers? I mean, those are already aged. Right. So I feel like, yeah, like fucking age them some more maybe. Right. You know? So yeah, definitely depends on... I don't know about funky beers. I don't know about that, Hmm. honestly. But because those are like have like uh, cultures, right? Which are like alive. Yeah. You know? So I feel like those you... I don't know. I don't know. I I really do think it depends. And I do feel like higher alcohol beers are maybe more suitable for drink uh, aging. But like, don't quote me on this because I'm not a fucking expert. Like we said at the beginning. But, but if you think about other non-beer alcohol that are aged they are definitely higher in alcohol you know so i feel like maybe that makes more sense Mm -hmm, yeah you know um yeah i think so i think you just kind of had to pick and choose yeah what what to what to hold on to you know and check on the thing if on the bottle or can or whatever to see if there is like a best buy date because um so what matt had said was that he have some beer he has some beers that he's saving but he opened a sour from a bottle that he had been saving for a while and noticed and then just then he noticed that the label said that it was a few months past the best buy date and it was still good, but he was just like wondering if um, if the flavor changed, you know. So maybe a good thing would be like an in- interesting thing to way to enjoy that would be like if you plan on 
aging something, get two bottles, drink Absolutely. one, you know, drink one and then age the other and try to like, I mean, you know, if you remember what it tastes like, you know, try to maybe compare the two and then you could kind of get like a an idea of like what aging does to that particular beer, you know, but I really do think it depends. Well, you know, so I've tried that process. Yeah. And sometimes I age something for so long, like yeah. I might age it for a year, even yeah. two years. Yeah. How am I supposed to remember exactly? I don't what, know, like, take notes you know? maybe, you know, like, I mean, I'm aging that corned beef right now, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, who knows? I'm fucking aging it for like 10 more years. <laughs> <laughs> you know so well that's just you know <laughs> the way that we gotta end this I think yep. Ain't Patrick's Day did you say Taint Patrick's Day no Ain't oh, I was like whoa oh my god <laughs> nobody said that <laughs> Ain't Patrick's Day well, hey. Every day is St. Patrick's Day, except for when it's actually St. Patrick's Day. That's right. Yep. Unless it was this St. Patrick's Day, in which it was St. Patrick's Day because well, anyway, we were social yeah. distancing. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, hey, thank you guys for tuning in with us <laughs> once again. This has been episode eight, St. Yes. Patrick's Day. Yes. And if you want to get in touch with us, then you can follow us on the Twitter. Drink Local TV. You can follow us on the Instagram at Drink Local TV. You can follow us on the website DrinkLocal.tv. And you can hear us. Oh man, on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Stitcher apparently, Spotify, Stitcher. It looks like it's not updating, so I don't know what the fuck the, the deal is. Um, Spotify, Google Play. On our actual website, you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we out here. We are. All right. Well, thank you guys so much once again, and we will be back yep. very soon. Stay safe. With another one. Yes. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. <laughs>